FM. Howdy folks and welcome to another edition of 10K Radius brought to you by MGM Productions. That's Macy, Gabrielle and Mendel or Mendel, Gabrielle and Macy. Max, Morris and Gary. That's it. That's us. Morning yes. gentlemen. Good you morning well? everybody. Good morning Gary. Good morning Mendel and good morning to the listeners. Good morning to you Gary Bokatov. A good morning to you Rep Moishu and to all our us. Uh, Big listeners out there, the huge uh, audience, Gary, that's where you attract each Friday. Welcome. All our sponsors, supporters and friends. (laughs) No sponsorship. Uh, Gary, happy... We have sponsors, but not of this program. Happy Friday, boys. Yes. And... Today Uh, is May the 12th. Yeah, I want to wish all the mothers for Sunday a happy Mother's Day. Enjoy the day. It's going to be lovely weather. Fine yeah. and sunshine, 20 degrees. Enjoy. And uh, Shep the Narches. Yes. Uh, being a booba. I didn't know it's going to be 20. That's what I heard, Gary. It's a lovely day. Uh, yes. At the moment, it's 14. Yes. For a maximum Very cold 17. in the mornings. Let's see the weather forecast. Tomorrow, Saturday, May the 13th, minimum of 9, maximum of 17, partly cloudy. Sunday 21, Menlo, you got Oh, it's gone up, Gary. There you go. There you go. 21 and mostly sunny. Lovely to take out the mum and the uh, the booba. The mishpacha. And the alter booba. If you haven't booked by now, you'd be (laughs) drinking water out of a can. No, I saw a, from Super. Oh, yes. In uh, Balaclava Road. You can still book there and you can have a buffet. All you can eat, I believe, yeah? All you can eat. Well... What there about go. going to the Laffer Bar? Well, that'd be a good alternative. The Laffer Bar and uh, plenty of kosher. I reckon they'll all be open. Kimberley Gardens, maybe, possibly. Mac- McDonald's, McDonald's. <laughs> K- K- no, no, they should open a kosher McDonald's in Melbourne. You know, would do very well. I think they would do extremely well. Morris, there's your next ben- business venture. You're looking <laughs> my, for shareholders. My, my mind's already. Uh, <laughs> the gears are going around. Moises Geschäften. We'll have a topic each week. (laughs) Okay. Let's get on with the program. We've got a big program today. Today is Friday, May the 12th, 2023. Day 135. Life the fact that you are... sorry. Day 132. Yep. And after today, there are 233 days left. It corresponds with the 21st of ER 5780. <coughs> and you can light candles this evening for Shabbos at 5.04pm 
And tomorrow, Havdalah can be made after 6 3 pm. Oh, you're spot on. I got exactly the same times. Gary. What about you, Mendel? Yep, spot on. And now, Gary, look at the trend at the early, uh, the shorter days next. Shabbos, 4.53 or 4.55 candle lighting. And uh, we're at that time of the year. The day's getting shorter. When's the shortest day? 21st of June? 22nd, 21st, somewhere around there of June, yeah. Mm. Not it's far a, off. It's a uh, ominous uh, date in the Omer, actually. It, today is Lamed Vav, which is the 36th day of the Omer. Yeah, very so important tonight number. will be blessing the thir- 37th. Mm. But Lamed Vav is uh, the Levovim, mm. um, which are, you know that in every uh, time period... Uh, there's 36 people on which the whole world uh, rests in terms of his existence, but none none of the 36 know that mm-hmm. they're one of the 36. So, Gary, you could be I one of the 36 yeah. on which the whole world depends for its <laughs> continuing existence. Gee, what a, go, go. Now, what a what, responsibility. Now, what happens is... And and I mean it could be uh, could be the guy that picks up the rubbish every Sunday Sunday or, the, or whatever the water carrier they used to yeah, serve the bus it could, could be anyone Milkman. could be anyone and um, the interesting thing is is if one of them dies then immediately there's another one in the world mm. that fills the void sounds oh. like the Labor Party so they're the called old, the, the Levolvim yeah, well, yeah called the Levolvim the Lamed Vav, Vav, the Lamed 36, and today is the 36th day of counting of the Omer. Yeah, listen, I was thinking of a good story to start the show, Gary, and what Moisha uh, mentioned uh, would would maybe apply to this fellow, wishing Muslim, Robert De Niro. He's just had another uh, seventh uh, child at Robert? 79 years of age. Moisha? Well, there you go. Is he a Lamed Vavnik? Well, he's something. <laughs> he's something there, and he—he he, did you hear this on the news during the week, Gary? I did. Um, it's his seventh. They had a girl, and his partner Tiffany Chen, C H E N. He's been with her only a couple of years. She she's apparently an expert martial arts instructor and so forth. And they've named the little girl Gia Virginia Chen. Dash De Niro. There you go. Can you, name, can you name one of his films? Is he is he Jewish, uh, Robert De Niro? No, nah, he mucked around with all the Yiddish actors though in the Bronx, right. you know. Right. For many years, he's name, a good supporter. Reuven, Reuven De Niro. Reuven De Niro. Muzzle tough to Reuven, you know. How would he be in ten years' time? <laughs> Can you name any of his films? How would you be changing nappies at seventy nine? Rob- I don't think he'll have to bother. No, no, no. He'd be right. He'll get he'd a woman get, in. He'll get someone in. What's your favourite film of his, Gary? Oh, I can't remember any. Godfather? Was he in that? No, that was... No, that was... Mario. De- Mario. Um, Marlon Brando. Oh. Robert no. De Niro's been in lots of... It, more of a detective-type role and oh, he's hard man. spy films. Yeah. I can't remember. Can't, and um, Raging Bull, wasn't he in yeah. Raging Bull? Yeah. I'll look it up. We'll, we'll look up his movies, Gary. That's a bit of uh, good news around the world. 
in a sad place, isn't it? Moshe was just saying before in the Sudan, Eretz Yisrael, we're going to reflect on that shortly. Good news as well, boys. Israel's participation in the Eurovision Song Festival yes. in Liverpool. Yes. Gary, your old shtetl nearby on the Mersey. I've never been to Liverpool. I know a couple of scouse people, though. Mm. Apparently a big Jewish community there still. Well, oh, yes. 500,000 people in Liverpool. Mm. Ferry Cross the Mersey, I remember. It's Gary the and the Pacemakers. Anyway, Israel's going in there with a, a song called Unicorn by that singer who's, I think she was in the last one as well, Noah Kirel. You've yes. heard of her? Yeah, yes, I have. She's a bit on the gob side of I noticed on Is the she? telly. Really? Yeah, she's, oh, and, okay. uh, she's qualified with that song into the first semifinals. Uh, Israel's won the, sh- won the title four times. Not bad. Not bad, Gary, not bad. in the history of, uh, yes. of the place. And they're not even in Europe. Neither is Australia, no. which has an entry. Hallelujah was a good one, Moisha, that won it. I can't remember the yeah. year, but uh, listeners want to ring in and tell us. I just remember the uh, the transgender. Ah, guy, yes. The guy. Yeah, what was... Uh, uh, and then there was the other one, the... She rang, she sang something to do with toy toy boys or two, toy girls or something. Uh, let me have a look for you, Moisha. Uh, Dana. Dana. Uh, the song was Diva and it was performed by Dana International back uh, five years ago. The song was called Toy. Toy, toy, that's it. Toy, oi, babe. Yes. De Niro was in Godfather. One of them. Godfather Part yeah. 2. Part 2. Uh, it goes back, Gary. In fact, Israel's performed 45 times since uh, its entry in 1973. As I mentioned, one four times. In 1978, a song, Abanibi, was performed by Itzhar Cohen and the Aleph Beta. Also in 1979, as I mentioned, that song, Hallelujah, was performed by Milk and Honey. 1998, 1998 with the song Diva, performed by Dana International. My eyesight's not the greatest. And not 2018 with the song Toy, performed by Netta Batsilei. Netta Batsilei. Yeah, yeah. I was reading it wrong. Apologies. And uh, uh, We're getting off the track here. But hurry up. Yeah, that's about it, Gary. We'll talk more about it later. Okay. We have a big program today. Is Morris has got a uh, a, a very gig- big twat, <laughs> a mammoth twat. I checked this morning. Uh, it's a big twat today. It's not infected, is well, it? Well, twatum, <laughs> but lots of twats. Twatum over twenty of them. Twatum rhymes with bottom. some interesting ones. Let's play the disclaimer before we go into anything else. Yeah, please. And then we can say what we like. Yes. With impunity. Yeah, you better give her a station ID as well, or Robert, the big boss, will be on top of this. Uh, this is JR88FM, streaming live. How enthusiastic was that? JR is not responsible for the views and opinions expressed by its presenters or guests. JR presents a wide variety of views and opinions, which is to the benefit and purpose of community radio. And JR 88 FM is Australia's only Jewish community radio station, although we have non-Jewish people as presenters and have good programs too. 
and you can look us up on the website. Follow us on the website at J Air. J dash no, Air. J dash Air. J dash Air. If you don't put in the dash, you're stuffed. Comes up first one. It'll come up in the really browser. still yep. comes up. Yep. Okay. J Air. J dash Air dot com dot au. And we need your membership. There's a fifty-four dollars per year, and also if you're a pensioner. Or a concession card holder, you get it for thirty six dollars. A bargain a Matsia. Beautiful. Okay. Now in the rest of the program we have Did we get any funding in the budget? Yeah, or, Jim Jim or, Chalmers or, is on or, the other or, line, he's or saying Anthony for completely <laughs> forgot about this program. Uh, there is some talk about uh, the C B AA which helps community radio stations did put out an email about uh, what the budget means for us but well, I haven't read it yet so it couldn't mean too much oh really <laughs> we might get a dollar fifty yeah okay that will be better than what we're getting anyway I've got a phone call booked into Jim Charles as if as uh, if he's going to uh, take the call well as if yeah Scary here from Jair. Need to speak to you, <laughs> Jimmy boy. <laughs> well, we'll have to lobby him. Uh, we did a candle lighting, didn't we? Yes. Pasha of the week. Yes, and don't forget, it's Shabbos Chazak. We finished reading um, Vayikra, that book, third book. Gary, those famous words, Hazak, Hazak, Venis Hazak, be strong, be strong, and may be, we, may all of us be strengthened. Correct, Moisha? The whole Klal Yisrael, especially at these uh, times in the Middle East, very tense times. Let us all pray for peace. Everywhere. Oh, Sudan, Ukraine. Who else is fighting? We're all fighting. Everyone's We're all fighting, fighting all over the world. We're just about to spend $400 billion on submarines. Will they do any good? I don't know. You need one every two or three kilometres. So you'd think to be worthwhile, you'd have to press a few buttons and let go a few missiles. Yeah. Never mind. Anyway, uh, uh, the... Okay. We have a big program. We've Ooh, got yeah. the lives of others, if we, got some, if we can find one. Uh, around the Shtadl, Twatum, mm. Yiddish... Of the week, some jokes, a bit of music, partial of the week, shout outs, return of the dreaded blow of Ak in my back garden again. <laughs> yeah. On this day and on this day in Judaism. Yep, and then and the national theme day as we open each Friday with. Well national theme day is today is Friday the May the twelfth, which coincides with International Nurses Day. Yes. That's a good one. I like that one. Here's a good We're honoring one. Honoring nurses. Child Care Provider Day. It's uh, always the where Friday. Do fi- where do you find these? Uh, observances of May 12th, Gary. And that's always on the Friday before Mother's Day. Heir of Mutters took. Right. Uh, that's a very good theme, that. Child Care Provider Day, another one. International Awareness Day. Awareness of what? Doesn't say. Well, I've got National Fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia Awareness Day. Yes, that's here. National Odometer Day. Yes. How far have you been? 
National Nutty Fudge Day. Yeah, got that one. Mm. Uh, what else? Uh, Shade, Shades Day? Yeah. In, military, a, sorry? A sunglasses. Uh, Fantastic Friday, giving sharks a voice. It's always May 12th, which is uh, the second Friday in May. I don't know what that's all about. Oh, Fantastic Friday. Fin, F-I-N-T. Gary, you got that? Giving sharks a voice. Fantastic. Shark, shark. <laughs> that's an old joke about Jaws, Jaws. You want to watch the Jaws movies again, yeah. boys. Jaws 1 and 2. <laughs> Never go in the water again. Uh, uh, I think inter- there's one International Nurses Day. Yes. I'll mention that. And National, National Public Gardens Day. Yes, always the Friday before Mother's Day. Pop off to Katani Gardens and have a look. Mm. Or well, the Botanical Gardens and do a, around the tan, a couple of laps of the tan. It'll keep uh, you fit. Well, what about the garden at, uh, I forgot the name of it. Caulfield Park is good. Caulfield Park, well, yeah. they keep changing it. Uh, Langcock's Park is a beautiful park, park with yeah. a little lake there. What about this one, Gary? Um, Limerick Day. Limerick Day? Yeah, Limerick Day. Oh, What's lo- a Limerick? Oh, I love Limericks. You know, I've written about 300 of them. Bring them in each week. Can, oh, you, can, you, can you recite one now? They're a, they're a bit X-rated. Are they? Oh, yeah. I, re- I remember one from my uh, childhood. Piggy on the railway picking up stones. Along came the engine and broke Piggy's bones. Oh, he said, Piggy, that's not fair. <laughs> said the driver, I don't care. <laughs> Is that a Limerick? Yeah. I'll bring I'll bring them in next week, but I think we'll I'll have to tell them during the breaks. <laughs> <laughs> An audience of not three. The disclaimer will not help us. Here lies Otis Q. Mannett, pulling chips. Who pulling teeth? He was quite a one, but he wasn't so hot when he pulled the gun. Epitaph on the a limerick on the gravestone of a Western dentist. I got one. I thought of one. You're starting to you blush. You know what? King, King Charles, Chaim HaMelech III, said to his brother Andrew, yeah. I'm the king of the castle and you're the dirty, dirty rascal. Right. Was that a limerick? Uh, no, no, that's an insult. <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, limericks have to be in five. In five? Verses. Oh, so you go, yeah. Bring them in next week. Okay. Could you translate that? Oh, actually, it could be four, four lines. Anyway. What do you got? What are you holding up there, Mendel? A Shane Madeler, Catherine Hepburn. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll play a little song called by Lillian Lux and Pesach Steinberg. Lillian Lux. Lillian Lux. Lillian Smokes Heaven. And what's that her name? Lillian Lux. That's what it says here. Okay. L U X E probably. Ich will ewig denken. You want to hear it or do you want to translate it? No, go on. Okay, here we go. Play it. Whoops. Gedenkst in dem Tuck, wenn wir haben sich beide vergeben. So damals geregen, 
دنهاد دیزین گیشای Bis mir noch gelaufen, dit ist noch du selbe Heim. Die Ost mit Seichu gegeben, Maschmechu, der Wind hat ein Punem geglät. Mir beide vertrachte, die Lippen vermachte, die Augen bloß oben gerät. like that, the 50s, wasn't it? We got Mendel, we could have done a bit of ballroom dancing. The, the days of Arthur Murray, he used to have uh, dance studios dance all studios. over Melbourne. Arthur Murray, that's And one right. of the instructors was a guy who had we had on the show a couple of times, Gary, the late Oliver Sholem, uh, David Goldman. He was right. a dance instructor at one was stage. He? Was he? Yeah, part-time, bit of uh, extra girl. I yeah. went once to learn how to ballroom dance. Before Yachasana. <laughs> no, no, I didn't go then. I went well before then, and uh, I walked out, and I said to myself, nah, not for me. Das zwei linke fees. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I did. Uh, I, I didn't know whether to go left, right, or backwards. <laughs> didn't know whether to twirl the twirl the girl, throw her up in the air. What to do? Take her out. I was a Deb partner in Perth, and I had to learn ballroom dancing at the the hall behind the shul. Right. We had. What else did you do? By uh, and, that, and the night of the uh, the big dance yeah. at the uh, Ascot Racecourse, I think it was, in a big reception area, right. in front of the Lord Mayor, Tom Wardle, and all these guys, the music failed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And our dancing teacher had, had to go sound, had to clap to get us all in rhythm to do a, oh, right. a dance. <laughs> do you guys remember the Maypole? Yeah. This was a dance when we were at state school, I think. They took us and we had to practice it a couple of times at the Collingwood Town Hall for a big social event each year, right. the Maypole. Collingwood Town Hall? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was on Hoddle Street, wasn't Just it? Still near is. It still is there. It's near Vic- the old Victoria Park. Yeah. But that's it was a huge place, beautiful dance floor, you know. Like a That's right. It's where that idiot shot up from people from the town hall in the tower there. The Hoddle Street. Uh, the Hoddle Street. There used to be a, a place called Monash House. Mm. In Carlton. In Carlton. Yes. That's where all the Jewish uh, boys and girls used to go and a lot of marriages exactly. out what of that. Is, what about Tudor Court? Yeah. Tudor that Court. Tudor Court. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Monash House. Oh, yes. It was a big thing, the dance hall craze. Um, yeah. Went for decades and decades and decades. But it was good because, you know, the girls all used to be primmed up with oh, their yeah. white gloves their hair done in a beehive and and beehive beautiful uh, dancing uh, dresses M- Moisha after Monash House I might be wrong but I think that when the Eden were moving south of the Yarra yeah. they made a bit of guilt they moved over they got a passport to come over yeah. to the Bagel Bell they used the place it was called the Broadway in Elwood the Broadway. for the dancers yes that was in the early late 50s 60s and a lot of uh, Marriages came out of it. Well-known Yiddish families Absolutely. met there, and uh, the tradition continues. Bechaldor v'dor. That's it. Should be still around, you know. Should be. We'll talk about that one, a whole show one day. <sighs> if you've got a story about your youth and dancing, give us a call on 90692086 or text a message to 0404556988. We'd love to hear your story. Well, that could, that well, could be another business time. opportunity, you know, as well <laughs> as the kosher McDonald's. <laughs> we open up a dance hall, the three of us. And we'd like a name for it. Tansarama comes to mind. Put on your dancing shoes. I, rec- I reckon it would be packed. Yep. And then you could go into the kosher McDonald's next door and take your girl yeah. and have a, a big <laughs> a double burger Big Mac. They, they were popular... When I first moved to Melbourne, I went to the Hawthorne Town Hall. Yes, very big dance. There was a big dance going on there. 60-40 music. They had a big band, excellent, and non-stop dancing. 60-40, they call it. And when I lived in Western Australia, in the country, south of Perth near Bunbury, they had a dance at the local hall in Rowlands or Brunswick Junction. And I remember one of the farmers, because the floor wasn't too slippery and you couldn't slide your feet, he got a packet of cornflakes <laughs> and spread it on the floor. Right. Ooh. As a non-slippery, uh, non-skid. slidey. 
thing. Uh, Let's yes. play this. Then it went to the line dancing. And yeah. what was the other one? The, uh, Disco, very big. Oh. Now it's all about pole dancing. <laughs> you see, yeah, from Maypole to Pole. We're the station with the best music. That's what it's engendered, hasn't it? Listen. To it. The station with the best, 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 best music. Best music. I love the I music. Love the music. Best music. J Air 88 FM. That's us. All the uh, Jewish dance groups listen to our show, Gary. We've had a uh, good response. Remember cu- a couple of months ago we had uh, the lady who runs Machol in the yeah. studio, Esther yeah, blumenthal yes, yep. And she told me she's got a, a whole band of listeners listening to us each week. And yeah. uh, they like our uh, humour. And our I like our humour too. <laughs> Spontaneity. They love your Torah insights. Oh my I'm getting good feedback from oh. these people. Okay. Buy a few ads, folks. Buy a few ads. Keep us going. We can't rely on memberships all the time. <laughs> we need sponsors. Have a look on our website and you'll learn how to do it. Today is May the 12th and we have a few historical events that are worth noting. Do you want to go with on this day in Judaism first, or do you want to do mine first? You you have preference, Gary. Every week. Okay. Uh, William Wilberforce. Have you heard of him? Um, I think I do. Yeah, the name is familiar. He was an anti-slavery abolitionist. Okay. Uh, and um, I'm not sure whether he was Prime Minister of England, but in 1789. He made his first major speech on abolition in the UK House of Commons, reasoning the slave trade morally is reprehensible and an issue of natural justice. Don't, that doesn't make sense, but anyway. Um, in 1940, the Nazi blitzkrieg and conquest of France begins with the crossing of the Meuse River. But in 1943, the Axis forces in North America surrender. In good and bad with the Nazis, isn't it? Mainly bad. They started a war they couldn't win. Same with Mr. Putin, I suppose. No comment? No comment. <laughs> no, 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 I'm no. just, just two, listening. Just, uh, in just taking it in. 2002, uh, former US President Jimmy Carter arrives in Cuba for a five-day visit with Fidel Castro becoming the first president of the U.S. in or out of office to visit the island since Castro's 1959 revolution. Did it do any good? What was he doing there? Buying cigars. Buying cigars, rum. Havana. Having dancing lessons. (laughs) Probably. In 2008, in Wenchuan, an earthquake measuring 7.8 on the scale, whatever that means, in Sichuan. Richter scale. Richter. Mm. I know a Nathan Richter, a photographer. Yeah, there's a Lots few of Richters. Richters around Melbourne yeah. and all over the world. Mori Richter. The, yeah. Wen, the Wenchan earthquake measuring 7.8 happens in Sichuan, China, with the deaths of more than 87,000 people. I've got 90,000, Gary. Wow. Yeah. It well, it huge. says more than 87, so... 15 years How ago. How would you count? Mm, tragedy. Uh, 375,000 people injured and about 4 
6.8 to 11 million people were left homeless. Here's a good one, Gary, that you didn't have. 1820 on this day, May 12th, English nurse Florence Nightingale, she uh, founded training nursing as a profession for women and she was born in Florence, Italy. And that's why we've got International Nurses Day. It's is her birthday today. That's right, Gary. She was the lady of the uh, lamp light. Yep. Lamplighter. Lamplighter. Lady of the lamplighter. Yes. Mm. There's a house in London named after her, Gary, in the heart of London. If listeners can refresh me on 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 a Nightingale, important building. Nightingale House. Could be. Could, well, it could be Florence. No, I think it's. Uh, she lived there for some time. Was she named after Florence in Italy? Or probably, Florence probably. She was born in Florence. Or Florence in Prague. Because there's a suburb in Prague called Florence without the E on it. Jules Massenet, born in 1842. Any idea? Composer? No? No. No, his music? No. no. He was born in 1842, died in 1912. Apparently his music is very popular. I'll see if I can find some shortly. Catherine Hepburn. Yes, we mentioned her in yes. the break, Moisha. What a lovely lady she was. Superstar of the screen, wasn't she, Gary? Uh, she married to Humphrey Bogart. I know that was Lauren yeah. McCall. Uh, Catherine Hepburn was Spencer married. Tracy. Tracy. Yes, yeah, she was married to Spencer Tracy, that's right. Well, they had a big, long affair. Yeah. Dorothy Hodgkin. Hodgkin's disease. Uh, let's look her up. She's English, was, chemist, British, best known for developing crystallography of biochemical compounds. Well, there you go. Know the work intimately. Uh, determining the molecular structure of penicillin and vitamin B12. And she won the Nobel Prize in 1964. Mm. Uh, Julius Rosenberg, born in 1918, died in 1953. Any idea? Wasn't he the spy? He was, uh, yes. Him and his wife. Yeah, they got uh, executed. Executed in by the, the Americans. Yes. That was for a spying, very, very uh, big case. for passing on information about the nuclear bomb mm-hmm. project to the yeah. Ruskies. And someone who's 43 today is Rishi Sunak. Yes, a good man, the ah, Prime Minister. The UK Prime Minister. Yeah, I get to mensch. Muzzeltov, Sunni. Sunak, yeah. Rishi. Rishi, uh, Rishi is his first name. Celebrity birthdays. Tony Hancock. Yeah, great comedian. Died yes. 1968. I think he died in Sydney. I think he died on stage, didn't he? Or he had no, a heart attack in on his the stage. Hotel room. I think it was in his hotel room. He was a depressive character. Mm hmm. Bert Bacharach, 1928. Yeah, he died earlier this year, Gary. Yeah. 2023. Yiddish yeah. bloke. How old was he when he died? Uh, oh, well into his yeah. 80s. Yeah. Well, he was nearly 100. Mm. 1928 to 2023. Mm. 95. 95. Yeah, wow. Jonah Lomu, the great rugby player from New Zealand. 1975 to 2015. He had a kidney complaint or, or a liver complaint. Homer Simpson. Ever watched The Simpsons? Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Never missed it. <laughs> the kids loved it. No, it, uh, was more for a- it was more for adults than kids. I don't think I've ever seen a program. 
I'm not a fan of cartoons. Oh, really? No. Very clever. Who did the voiceovers, Moisha? Do you remember the very well-known celebrities? I can't remember. The the voiceovers. Mm. Famous actors and actresses. Mm. John Mellon? Australian uh, <laughs> yeah. G'day, mate. No, G'day, mate, yeah. And uh, last birthday of the day is 42 today is Rami Malek, an actor. American, I think. Oh, Indian guy. He's been in a lot of movies recently, Gary. Oh, wasn't he the guy that did um, um, in the Freddie, Freddie Mercury? Yes. Freddie Mercury. Yeah. yeah. He's not Indian. He was very no, good. He's not from India. He was he's brilliant. An Indian name, but he's American. Born in Los Angeles, um, California. Rhapsody, what's it called? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. He was brilliant in it. Yeah. Now, anything. Would you believe? I believe anything you said, Gary. Conrad Zeus, Z-U-S-E, presents the Z3, the world's first working programmable Fully automatic computer in Berlin in 1941. Mm. Didn't do Adolf much good, did it? Uh, I think that's a famous deaths in history. Jeb Stewart. I think he was a leader of the uh, Southern Forces. He was born in 1833, died in 1864. J.E.B. Stewart. James Ewell Brown. Jeb Stewart, Confederate General. Mm-hmm. In the U.S. Civil War, Josef Pilsudski, he's Polish, statesman and first marshal. Josef is regarded as one of the fathers of modern-day Polish state. As a young man, he was sent to Siberia for five years by the Russians. And on his return, he joined and became leader of Poland's Socialist Party. He... Uh, Died on this day, age 67. And lucky last is Nellie Sachs, born in 1891, died in 1970. Nellie Sachs was winner of the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1966, which she shared with fellow Jewish writer Shmuel Yosef Agnon. She was a voice for the Jewish heritage and loss after World War II. And of course... You should. Well, I'll remind you that this program is brought to you, is dedicated to the six million who cannot tell their story today. Gary, on that theme, well, just to, it fits in with Jewish history for today, the twenty-first of year, the twelfth of May. Abundant Frank, Carl Herman Frank was hanged in Prague in 1946. He was the German Nazi official in Czechoslovakia during World War II, and he was hanged on this date, the 12th of May, 1946, a year after liberation. He was... Frank surrendered to the American Army on the 9th of May, a year earlier, 1945, and was extradited and tried in a court in Prague. Your favourite place, Gary. Following his conviction for war crime crimes, Frank was sentenced to death and hanged in the courtyard of the Pankrak prison in Prague. Pankrats. Pankrak. It's a station. It's a station in southern uh, Prague. Mm-hmm. And there were 5,000 onlookers witnessing his death. 
He took over. Justice, Gary. He Straight took away. over from Reinhard Heydrich. There you go. The commonly known as the Butcher of Prague. Mm. And Frank, they thought Reinhard Heydrich was a bad man. Frank was even worse. Yeah, a bandit and a half, Moshe Sukma. Here's another bit of history from the Chabad.org website for the uh, 25th, Basal of uh, Ir, Moshe. Yeah. And they call today the Chesed Sheb Yesod. This is the theme of the day, counting tonight the 70th, 37th Tog Fender Oimer. On this day back in 1949, a big event for Chabad Hasidim because Kafar Chabad was established in Israel, the Chabad Labavitch village, and it was f- uh, brought about by the uh, the sixth Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak Schneerson, on this date, the 21st of year, 1949. The first settlers were mostly uh, recent immigrants from the Soviet Union, survivors of the terrors of World War II and the Stalinist oppression. Kafar Chabad, which is uh, located about five miles south of Tel Aviv, uh, also includes agricultural lands as well as numerous educational institutions and it serves as the headquarters of the Chabad Lubavitch Hasidic movement in the Holy Land. So they'll be having a few Lachaims today oh, yeah, they'll for be that. Right into it. Have you been there, Moshe? I've never been to Kfar Chabad. Kfar Chabad was established mm. today, 1949. Kol Hakavod, yeah. Yeah, going st- from strength to strength. I've got two other items on the list of Jewish history for today. The timetables of Jewish history, Morris. We'll go to the year nineteen sixty-five. Twelfth of May. That was our bar year, Gary. Just to remind you, nineteen sixty-five. Correct. Oh, Mine and yours. Mm. On this day, <laughs> Chancellor Ludwig Erhard and Prime Minister Levi Eshkol formally agreed to establish diplomatic relations between West Germany and Eretz Yisrael. It was a big event, mm. breaking down the barriers yes. there. Also on this day, the Israel Museum in Yerushalayim was opened, and the museum uh, consisted of four major divisions, the Batsalel National Art Museum, the Samuel Bronfman Biblical, and I'll just turn the page here, and uh, Archaeological Museum, the Billy Rose Art Garden, and the Shrine of the Book. And the Shrine of the Book, Moshe, housed the Dead Sea Scrolls and the Bar Kokhba Letters. That's worth it. That's a place worth going to. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a bit of history. We'll go to one more before we wrap it up. We'll go to the year 1991. 12th of May, 21st of year. And the big news was Israeli aircraft uh, began airlifting some 14,000 Ethiopian Jews from others. Addis Ababa. Ababa, Ababa, to Israel. And the airlift was uh, completed in just 36 hours. Afterwards, Israel confirmed that it paid the Marxist government $35 million for the release of these Ethiopian Jews. An enormous amount of money in those times, 1991. Billy. 
How many? 20,000? 35 million to release them. How many did they airlift? They airlifted some 14,000. 14,000. So do your maths. 36 hours. In 36 hours. A miracle, a ness. 35 million, most probably US. Yeah. Well, I could have helped them out slightly. (laughs) I've just got an email from Paisley Kearns. Have you ever heard of Paisley Kearns? Either have I. But he just sent me an email to tell me that my bank balance has been replenished by $24,114,000. I'm off to the bank. Uh, I'll see you boys later don't click in on about that. 20 years' time. Don't click on that, whatever you do. <laughs> don't click it, uh, you'll have I'm, a virus. I'm, I'm hitting the delete button. Do you reckon that this is fed income or not? I better, maybe I shouldn't it. delete it. We should do Could a be program. fed income. We should do a program on scams. <laughs> Didn't the Carlton footballer Jacob Wittering get... Yeah, yes, the week, yes yeah. he did. Big amount of money. Yep, yep, he did. Well, I've deleted it. I've just, I've just knocked back 24,114,000. Yeah, if it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. Once, uh, I, once I had $18 million in my bank account... I went to the hole in the wall to get some money, yeah. and the receipt, I took out 20 bucks or whatever it was, and the receipt said 18 million. So uh, I rushed into the bank to make a withdrawal, and the lady said, no, we've made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> what happened was she'd multiplied the balance of uh, my account with the deposit I made, about an hour earlier, and it came up eighteen million. Right. So I was very pleased with that, but it wasn't true. Let's play something like this. We're always looking for people with an interest in radio, either presenting your own show or being on the technical side. Become a volunteer now. Head to our website at j-air.com.au. Follow the Get Involved link and click on. Become a volunteer now. Thank you. 
You're listening to 10K Radius on J-Air 88 FM. I hope you are enjoying today's show with our host Gary Mellon on the panel, doing a fantastic job. Cole Huckabot, Gary, the check will be in the mail next Monday. It's in the mail, Gary. How do spell mail? <laughs> it, it'll be one of those uh, checks Bitcoin. that takes about 10 years to <laughs> Unsigned. I forgot to sign it. Yes, Gary. that's it. To you, Reb Moisha, thank you again for all your efforts on it's today's show. It's always a pleasure. You, you got all the facts and figures and all the uh, the spotlights, what's happening around town for the second hour. Stay, stay oh, yeah. tuned, listeners. Oh, yeah. Marathon uh, Twatum today. That's anyway, right. on a sad note, we, today we're going to reflect on the passing of uh, Mark Baker this week uh, at 63 years of age from pancreatic cancer. Uh, Morris told me he had the pleasure of meeting him, so we'll talk to Morris after I speak a few words about uh, Mark. He was uh, an academic, associate professor, a Holocaust historian, and as Gary mentioned to me during the break, a, an award-winning author of a couple of books. One was the uh, the 50th Gate, and that in that book he talks about uh, his parents and their Holocaust experience. His late uh, father, Yossel Baker, is one of the Buchenwald boys, and his mother's still alive, yes. Kanaina Hora. She's, uh, she was, uh, during the Holocaust, hidden, hidden, you know, underground. I don't know the full story. I haven't read the book, but uh, she's a remarkable woman. Um, one of his other books, Gary, uh, uh, 30 Days, which he wrote uh, some six years ago. And in that book, he reflects on the uh, the passing of his late wife, Karen. She passed away tragically uh, then, and uh, he was married to her for 32 years, 30 days. Well worth looking up those books. I think he's produced one or two others. Not only was he uh, um, an author, he was uh, a big advocate for social justice. He was director of the Australian Centre for Jewish Civilization at the Monash University. He was the man also who started Shira Hadashah, 
the uh, new shul that uh, some time ago they started the Thea Hood Herzl Club incorporated women in their services I think they got a women a woman rabbi eventually to lead them to lead that kechila they uh, they sit together they call them up to the Torah too I think the women there Moisha I yeah, think yeah I'm sure yeah it's, I've never uh, been there but uh, I've heard this um, and um, he was a very outspoken person on the Israeli-Palestinian Palestinian conflicts and anti-Semitism and of course as I mentioned on the Holocaust he's referred to as a macher and a maven he was Mark Baker tragically he leaves, leaves behind four, four children his uh, second wife Michelle Lesh and uh, three grandchildren <coughs> all of us from Jair and especially the 10k radius crew Wish the whole Baker family, uh, may the Almighty console you all amongst the other mourners of Zion and Jerusalem, and may you know of no more sorrow. Hamakom yenechem esachem, betoich se'er yivleit Zion Yerushalayim. I just want to mention briefly the passing of Mark's brother also, which was tragic news back in November 2017. He died, Gary and uh, Morris, at the age of 62. Yes. A different type of cancer, I yes. believe. Johnny was a fantastic guy. I read about him always in the Jewish news. He was president of the State Zionist Council, which is now Zionism Victoria, for six years. He was at the helm there. He was uh, college president of Mount Scopus for some 10 years, uh, and um, he was uh, very close to Rabbi Ralph Kanendi, and uh, I think um, they, they had a lot to do with um, all these kechillas and um, strengthening Yiddishkeit in general. And uh, just to uh, conclude, um, Mark's uh, father was, one, of, as I mentioned, one of the Buchenwald boys, and uh, they were a big... Uh, at one stage, they had quite a few numbers in Melbourne. They each year ran a ball and lots of social events, raising money for the charities in Eretz Yisrael. Some of the guys, I think Joe Kaufman's still alive of that group. Um, Mr. Haskell, I think he's still alive. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, listeners can correct me. Uh, Henry Salter, he's passed away. There's a whole group of them that were so... Uh, what's the word? Attached to them, to the whole Baker family and yeah. all the mishpacha, it's very tragic news. But the um, again, Bechaldor the new, the next generations will keep this Buchenwald thing going. Yeah. And uh, we were blessed in the Melbourne Jewish community to have such uh, great—I'll uh, call them dignitaries—as the Mark Baker and his brother Johnny. Now, you want to mention a few words because you had the pleasure of meeting Well, them. I had the pleasure of uh, meeting both uh, both uh, Johnny and uh, Mark, and uh, they were real mention, actively involved in Jewish affairs, in the Jewish community, mm. and uh, they're sad losses. Very uh, sad. These are types of people that, uh, you know, they say that no one's irreplaceable. But sometimes you sort of question whether that is uh, mm. true or not, because at the end of the day, uh, people like what I, what I would refer to as the Baker Boys, the, ba 
<laughs> the Baker Boys, the Baker Brothers. Sad. They each uh, have left a, a hole, mm. uh, and we hope that that uh, those holes will be filled yeah, by exactly. others, as I'm sure they will be. Yeah. Um, they stood up. They weren't bystanders. They, they stood up in the public. They were participants. They were active. Yeah. They did so many things in the community. They were community people. Mm, exactly. And um, sad loss for very sad. all now, of us. One more before we have to wrap up on the sad list today. The Gestorben Moshe is the Baruch Dayan Ha'emes to Lottie Tuchenhaften. I know you're going to speak a few no, words very, shortly. Very well. Yes. Mother of Leon Tuchenhaften, uh, Rosie Bick Ashley Tuchenhaften, and the Levaya took place, I think, earlier this week at the Adas Hevra Kadisha in Springvale. She was a true Aishas Chayil Moshe. Yeah, 103. Um, Spent the last few years in um, in um, Emmy Monash House, and um, she lived in Kew. Um, she was married to um, Joseph Tugendhaft, uh, who was a Koyen. Uh, active uh, members of the Q Hebrew congregation, and I think founding members, founding members, Norban Smorgan House days. And, yeah, uh, it's quite amazing, actually. Her husband Yosef gave me a blessing um, uh, for marriage uh, the year I actually got married. Um, but um, yeah, she was an outstanding lady, beautiful woman, um, and again, Baruch Dayan Hayemes. Find it on demand on the J.R. website. Don't miss it. Please join us every Tuesday at 12 p.m. for our weekly shiur in the UIA boardroom with Rabbi Stephen Link. Topics cover general Jewish informal discussions, halacha, chagim, and matters of interest to participants. Refreshments are served. For more information, contact UIA on 9272-5533. Find us on Facebook. Just head to www.facebook.com forward slash J Air Radio. That's two R's. J Air Radio. You are listening to J Air 88 FM. to the second hour of 10k radius fill 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 your boots with fun frivolity frippery and facts on a frolicking friday any more f's boys no verbringen oh, uh, verbringen ah no we're talking 
Anyway, in the second hour, we've got Morris's Twatum to come, Mendel's shout-outs around the shtetl, lots of stuff. So stay tuned, go and make yourself a cup of tea, yep. coffee, and a, sh- and a shtick of lelekech to go a, with a, it. A, Remember a, the old good... A gloss tea. A gloss tea. Did we say gluis. Sorry, Moisha, Galatzania. And a shtick of lelekech, Finglicks, who oh, may be a sponsor down the track. Wherever. Glicks. Glicks, yeah. Yeah, well, it'll be piled up with bagels. There's Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein. Hamisher. And the new one in Glen Huntley Road next to Coles, a couple of Israeli cafes there. Or oh, something. yeah, yeah. Have you ever had a funny experience in any of those bakeries? Remember when Glicks used to be this narrow little shop? In Kuyong Road? No, in, in Balaclava Ka- Road. Ka- and they expanded and got wider. Double shop now. Well, it's a coffee shop as well. Mm. And they do cooking. Anyway, I, I once went to buy a muffin at a bakery which shall remain unnamed. And the doctor said, you can have a muffin once every now and then, but take the icing sugar off it. Right. So, but they didn't make them without icing sugar. So I went into the bakery and said, could I have a muffin without icing sugar? And the young lass at the behind the counter took the muffin and went... <laughs> yeah, and yeah, blew yeah, the yeah. icing sugar off it. Oh, I said, yeah. do you realise what you're doing? She said, no. I said, well, next time don't blow the icing sugar off. It's a, it's a health hazard. If it wasn't so serious, it, would have been, it wouldn't have been funny, if you know what I mean. Morris, do you want to do twatum? I, I'm desperate to do twatum. I need to get me twatums out. While you're doing that, Moisha, we'll mention the uh, some of the listeners that listen every week to twatum. They know I know because they te- they tell me all the time. They're listening. They're driving around town. Beit Raphael, I refer to yeah. the uh, Base Raphael Bikurulam, they're always here for you. 24 7 uh, hospital accommodation at the uh, Monash Clayton, Cabrini Malvern, the Royal Children's, the Royal Melbourne in North Melbourne, and the Alfred in Commercial Road, Paran. Give them a ring, 0421 408 522, to get you to all your medical. Uh, appointments, whether it be physio for the dentist or the uh, to a specialist or for blood tests, and if you need to uh, if you need wheelchair accessibility, we've got that on board with two shuttles and three normal vehicles. Zero four two one four zero eight five double two. Bait Raphael. How far? How far do they go? Anywhere will, you like, Moshe. Will they take me to the penguins at Phillip Island? If it's a medical issue, we will. Right. Uh, could be a medical issue for a penguin. <laughs> You're going to have your penguin removed. That's it. <laughs> Let's play Twatum theme. Let's, let's lead me in. Lead you in? Yeah. Once upon a penguin. Hedgehoppers Anonymous. It's good news week. Someone's dropped a bomb somewhere Contaminating atmosphere and blackening the sky It's good news week. Someone's found a way to give the rotting dead a will to live, go on and never die. Have you heard the news? What did it say? Who's one that you could have your twatum surgically removed, like Morris. Right. Okay. Then no. you might need Bader Raphael. No, I need my twats. Um, 
What do we start with? It's always difficult to know number what to start one, with and uh, what's one. more important than anything else. I think everything's important. But at the end of the day, we know that what's going on in the Middle East with regards to the conflict between Israel and Gaza, terrible situation, of course, for all concerned. Um, and I don't want to harp on it, but uh, yeah. this is sort of the stuff that continuously has happened, is continuing to happen, or most probably continue to happen. Moshe, if you got the latest news overnight, yeah. uh, if you haven't, I'll just briefly mention it, that we've Please. had one uh, Jewish fatality, in a man in his 70s in Rechavot right. overnight, uh, and yeah. seven were injured when a, when a rocket struck a building there. Yeah. And... Um, that's in retaliation, they're saying, for the... Uh, they knocked out a senior commander of the Islamic Jihad and plus 12 terrorists they've killed in leading up to this and uh, the rockets are coming over, plus missiles. And uh, they, they're saying something like 200 rockets, 500 missiles. 500, uh, 507 rockets. Mm as of 7 a.m. this morning. Mm. I've got the break-up like this. They mentioned yeah. 200 rockets and right. 500 missiles, but it okay. depends which radio you're I listening don't know to. What, what's the difference between a rocket and a missile? At the end of the day, they're killing yeah. machines. Now, we know early in the week also, Moshe, that uh, with Egypt trying to break a ceasefire yeah. there, they all agreed, and straight away the rockets came over and they hit um, Ashkelon. Yep. A lot, couple of homes in Ashkelon. Fortunately, no one was injured or killed. Yep. But this one on Rehevet, which is not far from Tel Aviv, and it's the home of the Weizmann Institute in that uh, district, is not uh, not good news. But lucky for the Iron Dome, you know, we've well, got a an, uh, an, a nest from the Iron Dome. Well, and life goes on as normal. Yeah. The Israelis are used to this sort of thing to such an extent that uh, despite all the looming threats of rocket fire from Gaza and the Iron Dome bringing down missiles from Gaza near Tel Aviv, an estimated 40,000 people attended a concert of Israeli rock star Aviv Geffen in Tel Aviv on Thursday night. Mm. The IDF's Home Front Command green-lit the concert at the Hayarkon Park to go ahead with precautionary measures put in place and advice given to all attendees in the case of the rocket fire. The concert um, coincided with Geffen's 50th birthday, but there you go, 40,000 people attended. Wow. And I think that's to show that regardless of the fact you got all these missiles and rockets and all the tension and so forth, that Israel is always, you know, they, are, they know that this is the, uh, the, basically the norm yeah. and uh, this is what life is all about in Israel and they have to stand up to it but they're not going to stop you know, these living their lives. The protesters that said, uh, oh, we're not going to do... Uh we're not going to be called up as a reservists, you know. Yes. They've changed their mind. They've gone out, the pilots and, and uh, the idea for... They've, they've put the political issues aside yep. to, uh, 
in danger, you know, to support the land. Unfortunately, whenever it's an issue of life and death mm. to Israelis and Israel, that is when the true nature of uh, Jews mm. and Israelis comes out yes. and there is unity, Achtus. uniformity, yeah. Yeah. and... Um, that's what it's all about at yeah. the end of the day. We're, we're uh, unfortunately, lucky. we need these sort of... Unfortunately, oh, we have no. these situations no. which brings the Achdus mm. out. But, uh, you know, there will be a ceasefire ultimately, as there always is. Be, and then there will be quiet for a while. Yeah, and then, then ultimately... Like a merry-go-round militia. Up again. The, the, the thing is now, it's, it's, it's very tense. It's critical mark critical moment because Hamas haven't been involved yet. It's no. only this mob, but yep. once they get in as well, and with Iran and Syria, as your late brother Oliver Sholem used to say, Nathan, the whole Middle East can blow up. Well, that's true, but yep. uh, I think Hamas are learning from Iran mm. to use proxies, and Islamic Jihad is the Hamas proxy. Um, Iran has got Lebanon as a proxy, and Syria um, so this is what they do. They hide behind the proxies mm. and uh, carry on their um, evil uh, intentions and uh, actions. So that's on that. Uh, we what also about Penny Wong's statement? What did she say? She just blamed the Israelis for all the horror. Oh, she's, uh, you know. She issued a statement during the week. Right, I didn't see that actually. Um, the AJA, the Australian Jewish Association, jumped on. She has said some uh, pretty uh, bad statements in terms of... Uh, you mentioned she was Wong that time. <laughs> she was <laughs> Wong. She was definitely Wong. <laughs> she's always... She's yes. a supporter of the Greens and they're always uh, uh, different they're all, uh, groups and... Pro-Palestinian anti-Israel. and so forth, anti-Israel. Mm. Um, Syria being, uh, well, looked at it being readmitted to the Arab League... Um, Syria is an interesting case. I mean, it's a foothold for Iran. Um, it's a proxy for Iran. It's a uh, it's a base from where Iran can launch um, <coughs> against Israel, etc., etc. But Syria has become a uh, a drug manufacturing state. The Assad family are making have made billions of dollars out of drug uh, manufacturing, distribution, etc., etc., and uh, it just gives, it just tells you what the character of the Arab League is. That uh, now they're looking, if they're not already decided, if they've already done it, uh, to admit Syria back into the Arab League. And um, it's interesting that jo- that there's uh, reports that Jordan have actually. Um, commenced airstrikes in southern Syria um, because they're very worried about, of course, they share a border and they're very worried about uh, southern Syrian uh, refugees coming into Jordan and um, maybe the drug, uh, the drugs will infiltrate into Jordan and uh, mm. so there have been some reported Jordanian airstrikes in the last few days or week into southern uh, Syria Going uh, into Israel, President Herzog addressed on Monday the ongoing wave of, of violent murders in Israel. It's not enough that we've got the problems of externally Gaza and Syria and Iran and Lebanon, etc. 
but the wave of violent murders in Israel is just unbelievable. The president declared that this is a time of emergency and is a strategic challenge for the state of Israel, nothing less day after day and even several times in a day a significant um, of these murders are from and within the Arab society. Herzog called the persistent violence civil terrorism, which has no borders, calling for elected officials and public leaders to tackle the issue. Herzog asked the Israeli government and the National Security Council, and in fact, the security, justice, intelligence and internal security systems to urgently convene emergency discussions and sit down together and make decisive and firm decisions to lead an uncompromising war to eradicate this national threat immediately. So there's wars on all fronts, Mendel and Gary. You've got wars externally and you've got wars, according to the president, internally due to this wave of violence inside yeah. Israel. Any reason for the wave of violence or just taking I think the I law th- into their own hands? I th- look, I think the, the country is a tense country. It's a fragile country. We can see from the breakup of society and uh, there's economic and social pressures. The cost of living is going through the roof. The cost of real estate is through the roof. It's just a tense place. And uh, quite often violence, murders and so forth as a result, family abuse, etc, etc. El Al. Do you know that El Al is cancelling Saturday night flights from London to Tel Aviv during the the coming summer months? This is in order to avoid starting check-ins before Shabbos. Before Shabbos ends, it was reported by Network 12 on Sunday. This will cancel, listen to this, 12 flights that leave London for Tel Aviv every Saturday night in the summer. 12 flights every Saturday night. That's bad for tourism. Why do you say that? Well, there's 12 flights that won't be going. Ah, right. No, no. Well, the move was was initiated by the LL's owner, Kenny Rosenberg, who's a from Orthodox Jew. This is not on. Uh, passengers already booked will receive refunds or can switch to Friday day flights. Ooh, so there you go. <laughs> and also, I picked up on um, the internet. Do you know that there's a, there was or there is a pilot of LL? Let me find it. His name is Doron. Let me let me find this thing. Uh, maybe you want to play a station ID, Gary. I will tell oh, us. You are tuned into the Habbo radio station everyone loves. J-Air 88 FM. FM. On air 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And online at j-air.com.au. Okay, is Morris is still we'll searching. Find. We will I, mention Hatsola, Gary, as He's we do each week. Doron. Oh, I found it. Uh, uh, Doron Ginsberg. We'll get onto our solo in a second. Doron Ginsberg, he's a pilot and he was flying a, a, a LL flight, LY7, from Tel Aviv to New York. 
and on uh, International Holocaust Day, um, he came over the PA and he gave a drosher. <laughs> <laughs> he gave he gave a he gave a uh, like a sermon about the Israeli government's planned overhaul of the judicial system, and he's a leftist, so he was anti-government, and he was carrying on about how the Israeli government and this whole planned judicial overhaul is similar to the Holocaust. Unbelievable! So they obviously hauled him in. And so he's now under suspension. He might be getting the boot, I think. Um, but that's unbelievable. Anyway, uh, that's to do with LL. Um, oh, just now, give, give Khalid Solar a little bit of a plug because yeah, we on. support them. Go on. Uh, and all the listeners need to note the number. Khalid Solar, the all-volunteer based organisation. Uh, um, Proudly assisting Ambulance Victoria as well and protecting the 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 Kahila here in Melbourne. Eighteen hundred six one three six one three. Moshe Hatsola. Eighteen hundred six one three six one three. Okay. Um, the next one that I'll leave that one. You got to number your pages, Moshe. That's next it. week. I'll if you'd uh, like to do you talk. know? Do you know about this AI Chat GPT? Yes, I've heard about it. It's unbelievable. Don't um, indulge in any of it. Uh, there's a lot of uh, controversy about this thing. It's basically a site that you can go onto, and you can ask any question. It'll give you an answer. Uh, but also, you can get it to do uh, your homework, your homework, and all the your schools. That, there's a lot of schools that are banning it, and so forth. But <laughs> after the Skiver Hasidic movement banned AI. So there's Hasidic movements, they're banning AI. They don't like it because it's too modern, right? Rabbi Moshe Goldstein, he's created a chat called Kosher.chat. You want to go on to it? Actually, um, a friend of mine, Emmanuel Althaus, how are you, Emmanuel? He showed it to me at lunch uh, at Noga on Thursday. Um, and you can ask just general questions, Judaic questions, and it'll tell you just generally, give you an answer. Um, so this kosher.chat is an, gives answers appropriate for Orthodox Jews. Rabbi Goldstein is a chassid living in Crown Heights, New York, and, crea- and he's created this AI platform that works just like ChatGPT, but is geared towards Orthodox Jews with answers to questions based on halacha. Rabbi Goldstein emphasized that the kosher.chat is not to answer Torah questions or halachic inquiries, but is rather should be viewed as a mundane chat box used to to answer mundane questions with a Jewish filter to prevent answers from opposing from opposing Torah value. So there you go. You've got ChatGPT. You've now got a uh, competitor, kosher.chat. Gary, a few years ago, Galut Australia was very into this sort of thing, remember? Galut Australia, Moshe, similar thing. Okay. You could air views, and that, but it was very controversial. Look that, look that one Australia. up. Galut Australia. Uh. Indonesia. Now, we know... Uh, Biggest Muslim country in the world. Matt's just thrown three bucks at me. We won't. 
just to let the listeners know, we won tax slaughter. We won tax slaughter last week, and my share is three dollars. Well, two seventy. I'm giving you an interest. What bonus. do I have to give you thirty cents back in change? Buy the next. You're buying the next. I tell you year. what, Max is unbelievable. He's taking the three dollars back. Max is unbelievable. He he wins every time. It's like the Bank of England. I don't know how he does it. Uh, he's, he's uh, got, I think it's inside <laughs> trading, inside <laughs> information. Moisha, I think the, uh, the biggest win recently was $27 to split three ways, but oh, it's something. We, yeah, Gary? We went, his, we went crazy that day. Going to be in it to win it. i tell you what. Uh, I was able to buy a coffee and a bagel at Blix. <laughs> Anyway, Indonesia, they've got a history of banning Israel and Israelis from international events in Indonesia, often leading to Indonesia being stripped of holding such events. The World Beach Games. Have you heard of the World Beach Games? They're due to be hosted in Bali this coming summer, but the local governor is refusing to let Israeli athletes to compete. According to a report in the Sunday Times of London, top officials fear the Association of National Olympic Committees, which is organising the tournament in August, could remove Indonesia as host if the Bali governor um, doesn't change his... uh, His name is uh, Wayan Costa. Costa. It doesn't look like he's going to uh, stop the boycott. (laughs) You know that FIFA pulled the under-20 World Cup tournament from Indonesia that was to be held later this month, and they moved it to Argentina after Israel was banned from competing in Indonesia. So, look, it's unbelievable. Moshe, I have a question for in Bali? Of course there is. There has to be. Yeah. Surely. Have you so gentlemen, many Jews there? Have you been to Bali? You no, thanks. Not interested. No, thank you. I've been to Denpasar Airport. Oh, you've been right. halfway. And had an ice cream there. Yeah? Did oh. they look at your... Um, does it say anything about you being a Jew? No. Yeah. Tom and Jerry's? Did you bring in kosher salami? <laughs> no, Tom oh, and Jerry's. Just, it, just you know, in transit. I did go actually once to Bali. Yeah. Right? This whole story behind it. We're talking 20-odd years ago. And I put a kosher salami in my suitcase. I kid, I kid you not. And they confiscated it. Uh, they were hungry. They were hungry. <laughs> it was kosher. A wurst. Garlic wurst, yeah. Ah, the poor hungry well, customs officials. Well, they were, they were pressing that garlic. Bali the garlic was uh, oozing out of their mouths. Bali is not a Muslim section of Indonesia, though. It's uh, run by the Hindus, isn't it? Yeah, the Hindus. Mm-hmm. But maybe they're under the... Yeah, they're more, uh, in Bali, they're more uh, Muslim. No, uh, they're not in Muslim. Uh, you know that... In the uh, rest of Indonesia, they're Muslim. In Bali, they're not. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're right. Sorry. So maybe, maybe they like to have halal yeah, yeah, food you're right. anyway. They're not Muslim. Correct. And kosher food is a bit more strict than halal yes. food. Yes. Lagbomer. Again? Did you uh, toast uh, the marshmallows last Monday no. night? No. Too much sugar. Well, you know, they had the annual pilgrimage to Meron, Meron the gravesite of the Rushby. Yep. You know that 45 people died in a mass uh, person crush in 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had to wear a yellow wristband to get in. I think that there was a, uh, a business in fake uh, yellow wristbands. But anyway, there were crowd restrictions, security mm. arrangements. Oh, there was a lot of friction there between the Hasidic Jews. But they reckoned that uh, 
there could have been as many as 200,000. And uh, they had to deploy 8,000 police officers to keep uh, everything in order. Um, They they read out the names of the 45 who died in 2021. They, uh, They lit 45 candles and they recited Kaddish, the mourner's prayer. Uh, the main bonfire was then lit. The men's section bordering the packed women's section then ex- erupted oh, yeah, into bro. dancing mm. oh. to the sounds of live bands and choirs, including road dancing. Who? Road dancing. You line up in rows. And, oh, road you know, row. R-O-E? Not, not in a boat. R-O-E or R-O-W? And the uh, and then they did the uh, obvious synchronized bobbing jumps of the Haredi groups. You know they jump up and down oh, like yeah. African uh, Zulus or whatever they're called, whirling uh, dervish. Yes. Anyway, that was like Bohemia that went on uh, and uh, without a hitch. Uh, Tunisia. You know that there's a synagogue in Tunisia which they've dated back 2,500 years. Um, Now, the Tunisian leader, Kays Sayed, on Wednesday condemned an attack near the historic Derba synagogue on Tuesday in which two Jewish cousins were killed. Oh, yeah, boy. Uh, He put out a message of reinsurance following the attack. Five people were killed, three of whom were security personnel. The attack was carried out by a Tunisian security official. The same synagogue was targeted in a large attack in 2002, which killed 20 people, mostly tourists. Uh, a day after the latest attack this week, the synagogue hosted a, a, uh, a Brit Milah. Um, so there's about 1,400 Jews in the community. In 1948, the community consisted of over 100,000 Jews, and obviously they've immigrated to the Holy Land. Um, what's that mean? You've held up five fingers, which means... Hamishi. We'll win $55 next time in the lottery. Uh, I think it's your turn, Moshe. Uh, let just me just finish off with a couple of uh, twats. I'll just play a station ID. Yeah, okay, please Ryan do. people, you're listening to 10K Radius every Friday, 10 till noon. And this is J-Air, online at j-air.com.au and on air, 88FM. The show's replayed, Gary, now on a Tuesday. Tuesday at 3, I think. No. It's been changed a change of well, time. Changed to twelve and 12, then twelve uh, till two Tuesday afternoon every Tuesday. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a look at the podcast up later on the day on on Facebook and all the websites. Your now, host Gary Mallon absolutely. puts that up, and we yeah, thank you. We're all hosts. Who yeah. wa- who watched the coronation? A bissolo. I could watch it. Yeah, I I, I wanted to watch every single part of it because I wanted to see. How it matched up with the coronation of Judaic kings, Queen Godol, and Queen Godol, the high priest. Good on you. And actually, the the coronation oil. Now, this is interesting. Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Portal Welby, anointed King Charles III with the anointing oil from Jerusalem's Harazetim Mount of Olives. 
Now, the ingredients used to perfume the oil included sesame, rose, jasmine, cinnamon, neuroli, benzion, amber, and orange blossom. Sounds like an Indian curry. Mm. Now, in the Rambams, that is Maimonides Mishneh Torah, um, citing Exodus 30.25 as his source, the Rambam states, and you shall make it as the oil of the sacred anointment. And he, the Rambam, Maimonides lists, musk, cinnamon, Costa, costas, and fragrant cane as ingredient inclusions. So there you go. They've stolen it from us, haven't they? <laughs> you couldn't watch it because uh, he had screens around him. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I would they, have liked to have seen how they did it. They did it in three parts of his body, didn't they? On the yeah, head, on the, the cop, on the head, on the knees, on the legs, and yeah. on the hands. Yeah. It was behind the screens, the yeah, beautiful yeah. Uh, purple screens all around. Yeah. Now, um, I know that I'm running out of time, so I just want to finish off with a good one. Yeah, I like this one. Um, well, a 96-year-old, he got his, uh, well, I'll say twat. A 96-year-old tw- guy in, uh, where is he? He's in Canada, I think, in Toronto. He's uh, he's been circumcised. Armin Khan Kar, a World War Two navigator in the Red Army, who escaped death in a prisoner of war camp thanks to not being circumcised. So in there other words, go. he got caught. Mm. He ended up in a prisoner of war camp. They were all told to strip. They all checked out their uh, their twats. And uh, because he wa- his wasn't circumcised, um, he survived. And the rest all got shot from his group. Uh, so he underwent a belated procedure in to- Toronto. You know that Abraham, the first Hebrew, he circumcised himself at 99. This guy didn't circumcise himself. Somebody did it. I've got a comment, Moshe. Yeah. There was two chaps who were born in the Torah that lists there. Un- they, they were already circumcised at birth. Moshe Rabbeinu is one of them, yeah. and David HaMelech, King David. Right. They were, Gary, there's a fact for the day. Yes. They were born and they didn't need a bris. They didn't have to go through the pain. They were such powerful figures. Yep. So he said afterwards, now I feel like a truly free man. A <laughs> free man, all right, yeah. <laughs> so there That's you go. You can get circumcised at any age. So uh, to any listener that's not circumcised, Jew or not. Oh, by the way, King Charles III. Yeah, we talked he's about circumcised, last week. circumcised. Yeah. All right. the males in the royal family. Yeah. I think since uh, oh, 18, late 1800s. It goes back quite a while. Yeah. They've all had uh, the good old... Knife uh, put to them. Um, so there you go. That's uh, Twatton for another week. I've missed out on a lot, but we'll catch it up next week. And Gary, I'm sorry uh, I didn't mention about Air Wallachs, uh, the Melbourne um, 
founded uh, finance software. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, uh, can mention it next We've got yeah, time. Yeah, going to Israel. And uh, the Torak Shaw one will make that during the announcements. Okay, you... we'll, we'll play a bit of music now. Anyway, that's Twilight for another week. I'll be back with more Twats next week. Yashikoyach to you. Thank you. Don Gary, it's all yours. was Klezmer Freilichs by Orit Orbach. Heard of her? No, no, no never heard never. of her. Never heard of her. But I'm sure that there are people that have, especially her parents. Stick, it, in, dick. stick it into chat GPT. And now, this is uh, a joke for Gary Max, who's a golfer. Gar- Max is that he, uh, his last name, but he's got a first name, Max. Max the golfer, Gary Max the golfer, is at his golf club. He's finished playing around, showered and shaved and is now getting dressed. The cell phone next to him rings. It's on speaker and the volume is turned all the way up. The voice on the other end says, Honey, are you there? Yes. Honey, remember the mink coat I wanted to buy but was a little too expensive? The furrier called today and instead of 18000 He's willing to give it to me for 16500 and I bought it. I hope you don't mind. You loved it. I'm glad you bought it, says Max. Also the Mercedes. The auto dealer called. In this economy, he wants to get rid of his stock. Instead of 86000 it's 78000 Can you Can you get it with all the options? Yes, all the options. Then buy it, honey. And honey, all those French designer dresses that I really wanted that will last me the entire winter season... 11,000, I hope you don't mind. It's okay if you want them. Thank you, you're such a gorgeous, generous dear. Max hangs up and finishes dressing. Everyone in the locker room is amazed that he's been so generous with his wife. As he's leaving, he turns to the locker room buddies and says, Anyone know who owns this cell phone? (laughs) (laughs) 
Very yes. good. Yeah. Now we're going to do around the shuls, around one. the shtetl. Yeah, let's go around the shtetl. All the latest information. You yeah. got a stinger for us, Gary? That that. Uh, oh, I got a stinger for you. <laughs> hey, hey. Hope you're enjoying today's show on 88FM Air 10K Radius every week from 10am to 12 noon. Around the shtetl, around the shuls now, we kick off with the function coming up next Thursday, the 18th of May, 7.30pm at the Danglo Centre St Kilda Shul. The Australian Jewish Historical Society are presenting guest speaker Kira Quinlockia. She's a researcher and author and... She's going to be talking about her research, discovering the stories of the pioneering Jewish families of the Ballarat Goldfields. This is close to me, Gary. I'll be attending this next Thursday. A new gentleman might want to come along. It's uh, $8 for members of the AJHS, $10 non-members. And uh, if you want further inquiries, get in contact with uh, by email. I haven't got a phone number. It's David Marlowe, M-A-R-L-O, at gmail.com. That's uh, pretty going to be a pretty interesting talk with uh, Kira Quinn Lockyer. And while we're on the subject of Ballarat, Gary, a uh, little roundup of last uh, Shabbos in Ballarat in the goldfields. We had... Uh, the uh, big family reunions, four families joined us for a big Shabbaton. The Kamasarovs, the Schurz, the Grimblats, the uh, Zmoods. Fantastic uh, uh, weekend. They spent the whole weekend there um, from Friday night right through to Sunday evening. They visited some of the houses that their, uh, their grandparents lived in and from the, the late 1800s. They did a cemetery tour of the Jewish section. They went and had a look at all the um, Geschäften that uh, some of the family owned. Kolakavod to the organisers. I'll give them a big shout-out now. Um, uh, David Scher, Ron Zmood, um, and uh, Michael Komisaroff, and a whole lot of others, Lena Glass. They put together a fantastic uh, evening. Friday night, they had about 60 people. Gary, uh, Shabbos morning, we had about 800 people in the shul. They had communal lunches and dinners. It was fantastic, tracing back their ancestry to the to, from their days of uh, early 19, early uh, yeah, 19th century Lithuania they, they started in, and they're all descendants from the Vilna Gon, Moisha, these families. Yes. The great Vilna Gon. More on that next week when we'll have David Scher. He's coming in as our special guest, talking about the Komisarovs, the Schurz, the Zmoods, the Grimbloods. So stay tuned next week. We'll have more on that. Moishe, we'll throw over to you for some uh, yes. what's happening around the state. They're opening up Turak uh, Shul, Turak Synagogue. And uh, on Wednesday week, the 24th of May at 7 p.m., um, there's going to be a, a one-night only um, concert and it's a special concert featuring the music of Rachmaninov <laughs> and Bruch yeah. performed by cellist Umberto Clarici and pianist Constantine Shamray um, this is being hosted uh, by a 
um, organization called Live at Yours. And uh, Rabbi Shlomo Nathanson. Yes, we've had him as a special guest. Here. Yep. Uh, he said, we are excited to open the doors of our synagogue to the broader public. What is what's broader public? The cross section of the Jewish yeah, community. From broad meadows. And share this unforgettable musical experience. And uh, this sounds like a really good one. Yep. I he, think meant, I, he meant I to say broad, might, uh, more broad meadows. Now, uh, I'm not too sure that actually costs anything. Uh, there'd there be ticketed. It's a ticketed uh, event. Try booking or have it. Let's have a look uh, where you... While you're looking that up, uh, Moshe, I can give a shout-out here. Okay. Now, um, you know, you know. before you do that, tour actually is on uh, the corner of St Kilda Road. Yep. At number 8, Torak Road, South Yarra. Yep. I mean, it's from tram stop number 22. And the big dome. Road. Beautiful big uh, here dome. Here we go. So tickets are on sale now. Visit uh, eventbrite.com.au um, or... Um, oh, look, I, I, I just cannot believe that the these websites... It's four lines of information to actually book i would just go on to eventbrite.com.au and put in turak synagogue concert yeah because this all. is ridiculous it'll take me 10 minutes to yeah. read out no, uh, the booking much. site let them they uh, can ring anyway they, they can ring the shul uh, office for more or, details yeah for information you can actually ring debbie mckinnis mm. on 0412 818 071 or email her at debbie at dmcpr.com.au. Anyway, look, I think that is one that's uh, well worth going to. Yeah, for sure. Here's another event coming up. Sunday the 28th of May yeah. at 2.30pm uh, at the Caulfield Cup Room, City of Glenora Arts Centre, which is on the corner of Glenora and Hawthorne Roads, Caulfield. Enter under the clock tower there, Moshe. Yeah. This is an afternoon... Uh, put on by the AJGS, the Australian Jewish Geneal- Genealogical Society. Genealogical. Oh, yeah, it's a big word for me. <laughs> Repeat it for the listeners. Ge- Ge- no, I can, only, I can only get it out once. Genealogical. That's it. They're putting it on. It's to launch uh, the book published by Marvin Bood, B-U-D-E who is president of the Vajax, Vajax Australia. And uh, he's done a lot of research into his ancestry, family tree. Um, he's actually published th- three books about his uh, mishpacha that span over 200 years, right. as well as a biography of his mother's time in a concentration camp in Stutthof in Germany, in Deutschland, the Banditen, Dotten, Gewein, Moshe, as they say. But that's a good. I've met Marvin, top bloke he is. He's president of Ajax. This will be an interesting talk. Keep it in your diaries and mark it down for Sunday, the 28th of May. We'll give out more details as we go along. It's uh, $5 if you're a member of the society, or $10 for non members. And Moshe, yeah. you get an afternoon tea as well. Oh, and the I, presentation. I'm in. I'm in. You're I'm in. Go, I'm, I'm going in. twice. <laughs> it's right. from Fitzfaisal, two thirty till four thirty. Now, look, there's a uh, 
There's, do you like Mark Chagall? Do you like his Certainly, paintings? I've seen his work when yeah. I was in Israel. Well, you can go to the Jewish Museum of Australia between the 9th of June to the 10th of December. So for all of that period, um, you can go buy tickets at thejewishmuseum.com.au and... Uh, Look, I don't know a lot about it. I've just seen the ad, Chagall, Jewish Museum of Australia, the Gandal Centre of Judaica, and uh, that'll be well worth going to, having a look at uh, Mark Chagall paintings. There used to be a restaurant in Melbourne called Chagall. Spot on, Gary. Yeah, very popular with the Yiddish community. I remember it. Run by a South African fellow. Non-kosher, but it's kosher style, we'll say. Kosher style. Yeah, you've got a good memory. Glen Ira Road near the 7-Eleven. Good memory. Right. Where the Hungry Rosh was in that area, I think. Hungry Rosh? Hungry yeah, Rosh. Yeah, thanks to Hungry Rosh, Moshe. Absolutely, yeah. I do. I used to go in there when I was hungry. <laughs> yeah. Now, tonight, feed, feed tonight, 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 Gary, tonight. have you got any kids aged between three and six? No. Grandkids. All right. Uh, so whether you've got kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, if they're between three and six, and you can go with the family... Fun activities, songs, colour, grape juice. Older and younger siblings are welcome. I suppose parents as well. At the temple. Which temple? The Temple Beach Israel. Temple of Doom. Yep. It's at 4pm. It's called Tot Shabbat. Tot Shabbat. I might go to this thing myself. And after that, there's sweet melodies, tight harmonies and gently flowing surface featuring Ido. And Cantalalum at 6.15. So there you go. It's all happening at the temple tonight. Alma between, Road. Uh, Alma Road. Yeah, Kilda. at 4 p.m. Yep. Um, he's a good cousin. Lalum. Is he? Oh, he's oh, brilliant. Okay. Absolutely. Um, World class. I, I like this one. On Thursday, May the 18th, that'll be Thursday next week. Yeah, I think. that is the date of, I've just mentioned for the Vajax president. Oh, uh, well, this one, there's a book. Is it, did you mention this? The Book Club Beneath Brit? No, that's, that's one okay. I have. Um, it's a non fiction book club. Is the, They've got a discussion on a book by Rabbi Jonathan Sachs called Morality. And uh, it's between 8 and 9.30 p.m. It's on Zoom, and there's a Zoom link. I just get in touch with Benet Britt. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a Zoom link, which is non-fiction at bbvic.org.au. Um, I just want to mention a muscle tough. This is an important one. Um, the Archibald Prize. Now, you know the Archibald uh, Prize, young, uh, Mendel, young Gary. Yes, yeah, so we had a Sydney-based Jewish artist, Julia Gutman. She's won it for 2023, and she's taking home, she can buy a few colours with this, 100000 bucks. Not bad. Is she Mishpacha to the uh, Gutman? Ostentatious Sandy Gutman. I don't know. Could be. Mishpacha. Well, she's 20, 29. Could be his daughter. She graduated, she graduated from Sydney's Mariah College in 2011, and uh, she's won. Uh, Do you know that there's been quite a few uh, Jewish winners of the yeah. Archibald? Good on um, Kalakavod. So there you go. Do you like him? Ostentatious or a bit outdated, Gary? No, he's not outdated at all. He's, he's good. A very staunch supporter of Israel. He is, yeah. And he's a very clever man with his words and jokes. Mm. Uh, just as a last announcement, I said last week I'd repeat this one. Fiddler on the Roof is coming to St Kilda, right? It's going to be performed at the Alex Theatre, 
St Kilda from August the 2nd to the 13th. Ticket prices begin at 35 bucks. Not That's bad. pretty cheap. They are billing. Can be purchased at tribebooking.com forward slash C for Charles, H for Harold, C for Charles, T for Tom, F for Fred. Fiddler on the Roof. When is it commencing, please? It's commencing on August the 2nd. Oh, plenty of time. Till August the 13th at the Alex Theatre. That's my so, birthday. Uh, is it? Second well, of August. Well, you can, you can shout us all to uh, tickets. Yeah, I'll, I'll remind listeners, Moisha's yeah. having a birthday the 31st of May. That's right. Morris's big yum Yes. Stay come, tuned. Come into the uh, come studio, in. bring yep. a birthday cake and so forth. And have a lachaim with Gary, Moishi and Mendel. Absolutely. A muzzle tov also to 100-year-old Holocaust survivor Helen Kahan, who threw the honorary first pitch at the Tampa Bay's um, baseball match on May the 5th in Florida. In Florida. 100 Ooh. years old. Wow. And uh, she threw the first oh, honorary pitch. Fantastic. Oh, lovely. Uh, muzzle top to Helen. And uh, may she continue to throw more pitches. Okay, let's do some shout-outs. We're yep. running out of time now, Moshe, and I think Go you on. might have time. You mentioned Manny Oldhouse before. Yeah. And he, he actually was doing the Emmanuel's emails list. For, for some yeah, time. Emmanuel's like list, list. So we uh, send a Rafua Shalema out to his, uh, I think it's sister-in-law, Miriam Oldhouse. Okay, yes, yeah, Miriam. Yeah, she hasn't been to, so too well. I said, I'll mention you, Rafua Shalema forever. And from Rafua Shalema to his brother, Benyamin. Benyamin. Not, not well either. Yeah, Benyamin's married to Miriam. This is how I got to uh, meet uh, them. Okay. Lovely family. They got, We'll talk about their family yeah. one day. Yeah. Roots back in Shepparton. They came before they came to Eastern Gila. Yep, yep. Anyway, Miriam and Ben Yomim and the whole Mishpoch and the Mazeltov, their uh, granddaughter got engaged this week in uh, in New York, Mazeltov, and a Rafu Shalema to Miriam and a Gitten Shabbos. Second shout-out, Kosher Meals on Wheels every week. Uh, we know they're listening, the volunteers and Tiffany in the office. Get in cut, touch with Kosher Meals on Wheels, 0474-215-996. Have a look at the website to order your meals online. Kosher Meals on Wheels, one word, dot org, dot au. Uh, third shout out for today is to our friend, Gitta uh, Chava Jack Eckstein. Mentioned every week, Gary, mate of yours. He is. He is an old housemate of mine. Tell him, say, Happy Jack, we call him. <laughs> we used to live together in Albert Park. Beautiful memories there. He comes in occasionally. We'll get him back in the studio. Did you share uh, facilities, did you? I could tell you some stories about <laughs> Jack Eckstein to make your hair stand on end. I don't have any more hair. <laughs> well, there's nothing, anyway. There's nothing give, to stand on end. Wish him a colic of odd because he's... President of our Pub and Easter Society. Last week we held a uh, Yiska, thanks to having it indoors hosted at the house of Eva Light, Kolakavod. Thank you, Eva, again for hosting at the function at your house. We didn't have to schlep out to Springvale in the cold and wet, and we had it at our house followed by a luncheon. And thank you to Jack, and we commemorated the uh, unfortunate, fortunately, the anniversary of the 81st anniversary of uh, the liquidation of the Pabinitsa ghetto, which happened pre-Shavuos, May 1942. Keep up the good work, Jack. Shabbat Shalom. Another Shabbat Shalom to our uh, regular listener out there, Sammy Green. Shmuel Green. Every Sunday night he's on the airwaves here, 88 FM, uh, from 9pm till 10pm. Last shout-out, 
uh, giving today, a lovely couple in Ormond. They listener. They listen in whenever they can. Benita and Arnie Stein are getting Shabbos. Shabbat Shalom to you and the whole Mishmach. And just as a last one, a shout-out, Muscle Tov, to my Mishpocha, Hannah Cohen and the Cohen family. Uh, last Sunday, uh, they were at Ajax that opened up a new Albert Park facility, the Daryl Cohen Rooms, a new facility adjoining the David Mandy Pavilion, and uh, it was funded by the Victorian Government, Parks Victoria, and generous contributions from Hannah and the Cohen family, uh, and uh, muscle tov to them, and that's uh, new facilities for Ajax Footy Club at Albert Park. We've got about, whoa, about five, six minutes left to discuss the parachute. We won't do Yiddish today, Moshe. Okay. We'll throw it over till next week because everything's a bit rushed, being a double cedra tomorrow. Yep. Parasha of the week, Bahar Bahukusai. Bahar means... Uh, Bahar. Har. Bahar. We've got to roll that R. Bahar. When... Uh, the Lord spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu on Mount Sinai. Speak to the Israelite people and say to them. This Sedra, very briefly, Moshe talks about the theme of Shemitah, the sabbatical year, and the Yovel, the Jubilee year, and... Uh, the remarkable approach to the relationship that should exist between man and the earth, which gives him the food by which he lives. And man is only given the privilege of using it to sustain himself and must therefore never abuse the land. That's what it's referring to. deals with uh, other humane laws that guarantee man's dignity, uh, lending of money without requiring interest, you like that, Moshe, payment and the opportunity for Hebrews who have sold themselves into slavery to regain their freedom. That's briefly what that, the first sedra we read tomorrow. Don't forget it's Shabbos Chazak when we complete the book of Yikra. The, um, the second book of Behikusai, uh, or Behukutai in Ivrit, um, is dealing with the um, the uh, mainly on the uh, the tochacha Moshe the admonition, yeah, and in it we find uh, uh, God warns us that the well-being of the Jewish people, as of every Jew individually, is connected with the observance of the Torah and the mitzvahs in the everyday life. And as I mentioned, uh, the Sedra begins, uh, If you walk in my statues, behikusei, and keep my commandments and do them, then I'll give you rains in their seasons. And then follows a list of uh, the brachas, material blessings, such as uh, good harvest, security, peace. We need that today as, as we do in Eretz Yisrael in these tense times, as well as uh, spiritual blessings. And uh, let's talk, uh, let's have a few comments from you, Reb Moshe. Okay, so just very quickly before we sign off, the message of the whole book of Sefer Vayikra, Leviticus, is about sacrifices, elevating oneself to be more more godly and closer to God and holiness becoming pure and um, elevating oneself to a 
a higher level of holiness. And the overall message really is about that is that you should love your neighbor, your fellow person as yourself. And as we say, chazak, chazak, v'nit chazek, that we say at the end of the conclusion of every one of the five books of uh, the uh, the Torah, we uh, we say, uh, be strong, be strong, v'nit chazek, and let us be blessed. But the way we do that is that we bless each other, and the mm. way that we do that is through our Thoughts, relationships, and actions. Chazak, chazak, v'nit chazek. If we do that, Am Yisrael Chai. And Havas Yisrael.